Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Indeed, the independent wrestling podcast. I'm Mike Hamley, joined once again, as always, by my awesome co-host, Righteous Reg. How you doing? Hey, it's Righteous Reg, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster, back on Indeed. I am just super excited to be here. One of my homies is here today, so it makes it even more fun. So uh, how are you doing today, Mike, before we get into uh, our guests? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I've uh, I've been getting my I've been getting my ass kicked at at work for the better part of the last like two weeks, mm-hmm. and uh, Diablo Four came out, so I haven't been a, I haven't I haven't been a great wrestling fan because I mm, have been uh, Diablo got its claws on me. The best way to describe it would be uh, <laughs> absolute like I can't. <laughs> I yeah. So it's been work diablo and then squeezing some wrestling here and there i did watch some of the uh saw a bit of kid ba- or a bit of kid zombie uh but mm-hmm. i haven't got to see the full show yet uh and then i watched some of the uh the h2o seven year over the weekend uh mm-hmm. that 700 light tube match that matt tremont <laughs> and uh neil diamond cutter had you guys <laughs> it was it, like for me i for me it was it, it was amazing i love I, yeah i love deathmatch it's no secret i talk about it all yeah. the time here so yeah i was i was in my glory watching that but uh no scott uh, west coast pro we're gonna get into it scott has told me many a times if we were in a different venue how much deathmatch wrestling we would have in west coast pro and i oh every time i see west every time i see deathmatch wrestling i think about that i'm like what would this guy really be doing if we were somewhere that would allow us to have 700 fucking light tubes in the show so it yeah, does 700 make, yeah. it's, it's like i remember back in the day i sound like grandpa over here mm-hmm. 2001 2002 <laughs> 200 light tube match was like crazy that was like oh my god 200 light tubes like what are yeah. these guys doing and now they got up to 700 it's How? a seven year anniversary <laughs> Ah, see, I missed that. I missed yeah. that. Yeah, uh, me too. I just thought they were just like, let's do seven hundred, no. bro. Let's go for it. One hundred for every year. But enough bullshitting. Let's introduce <laughs> our guest. We've got, uh, you know, what? I'll let who's going to introduce him better, me or you? Come on, you know. Well, let Reg, I'll let Reg take this one. Listen, this guy has been through it all. We talked about it before we got onto the podcast. We talk about Bay Area pro wrestling very often on Indeed. I live in the Bay Area, West Coast Pro. That's my home promotion, man. But uh, when I came out to the Bay Area, it wasn't as hot as it is now. There were some promotions that were, they had been around for so long, they were just kind of, I don't want to say stuck in their ways, but it was just like, we're just chugging along. We've been doing this for 10 years, 15 years. We know our audience. We know this. And then West Coast Pro came along and they started doing stuff that I was seeing out of California or things that I had seen 10, 15 years ago in SoCal and and thing that, you know, the kind of things that PWG set uh, of California wrestling, we were seeing it right here in the Bay Area. And this guy came along and started to play a big role in the development of West Coast Pro and getting them to the where they are now and training guys and training girls and training people in the West Coast Pro Academy, but himself being a wrestler, not just in West Coast Pro, you've seen him in many other places, championship wrestling. We've seen him uh, do a whole bunch of great, amazing things. Uh, He's currently out injured right now. We're hoping for a 
good update from the homie. But joining us right now on Indeed, it's my homeboy, Levi Shapiro. What's up, Levi? Reg, thank you very much, Mike. Thanks for having me. I'm doing really good. You know, yeah. uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. It's cool to kind of dig myself out of my cave, as I've been saying, you know, and uh, <laughs> just chat, man. I got a whole bunch of stuff all in mind all the time, just ready to spiel, you know, and mm -hmm. uh, let loose, man. Let's go. What you guys want to talk about? You know, you touched, you touched about that, Reg, with the... Um, West Coast kind of coming in in the in the time, right? And so yeah, when I when I broke in in 2008, 2009, that's just kind of where we were, right? There was um, you know, big time wrestling, all pro wrestling, Supreme Pro Wrestling, Devil Mountain, you know, um, NAW down in Fresno, you know, mm -hmm. and pro wrestling Bushido kind of birthed out of that down in Modesto and stuff. And that was kind of the scene. There was a bunch of other kind of here and there's too, you know. Uh, right. but that was the, the core of NorCal, in my opinion, at the time. And, uh, you know, they were all running shows, right? But the the um, the internet and the IWC started becoming a bigger thing. Twitter was – I remember mm -hmm. when Twitter first came, dude, and, like, Periscope, you know? Dave Marquez yep. showed Periscope at Cauliflower one time, and he's, like, filming them, and he's, like, live. You know, it's like, this is going to be the next big thing, you know? And – Two three years later, it's dude it, it engulfed. It's so the it's biggest like, thing mm -hmm. through through even then, just me being around my 12, 13 years, like the changes that have happened, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. are drastic. And that was a big thing that I always pushed for in the territory was like, okay, high spots network is going up, you know, smart mark. They're starting to become more of a streaming platform. But before yeah. that, it was DVDs, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like We'd be doing all these shows in APW, you know, yo, where's the DVDs at? You know what right. I mean? Right. Yep. Why yep. are we capitalizing on this? Why are we making, like, the DVDs, even if it's just a one shot? I, I say it was a hard cam generation for a long time. Mm -hmm. You just had that one shot, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, totally. If you're getting bootleg videos from overseas or from across the country, you get whatever you can take. And a lot of those are just some referee set up a hard cam before the uh, show. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and and that's the generation we're in now where those guys are growing up and they're in the business now. You know what I mean? As to where before it was very television based. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're going to studio television wrestling and that's what you knew outside of you know, you start to get more Japan tapes and stuff. You get more house shows and stuff like that. So that's what NorCal is failing on, man. You see mm -hmm. CZW, you see these East Coast promotions. They're known worldwide just because they're putting DVDs out. Yeah. Now, it's cool that they're not drawing for 500 people at a time, right? But they're the, the videos are what's going to last a lot longer than the draws of the night. You know what I mean? Totally. So kind of like right before west coast popped up i'm screaming at the top of my lungs to these promoters put the content out you know what i mean we need to get on these streaming platforms we need to get on dvds we need to and and here i am though right on that same note not doing that for myself the, you know what i'm saying like these are things that i've realized in the past few years where it's like i should have been making best of levi shapiro dvds i should have yeah been making totally best of classic connection on the loop. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I really should have been taking all that into my own, you know, and, and that's on me. Right. But at the same time, these promotions can be, dude, there's so many APW matches that are in the can that the, the crowd saw. Right. But it's like, I'm talking about like for better or for worse here. Right. Because some of these people aren't around as much anymore. Right. But like Timothy Thatcher and Marty Skrull in like 2013, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? In San Francisco and stuff like that. 
like there's classic connection versus scum with like Billy Gunn, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. another per like it's like these big matches, you know what I mean? Je- Jeff Cobb, like before anybody knew who Jeff Cobb was, you know what I mean? Right. Like these these people that rose up through the place. Powerhouse you know I mean? Hobbs. There's a Yo, bunch of powerhouse Hobbs stuff that's just Yo, going. <laughs> dude, I, and, and I was I remember when Will was was like was skinny, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, <laughs> skinny. That fool. <laughs> and, and and you literally can see the progression of him through the years, right? But none of that stuff is online. None of that stuff is available. You know what I mean? And and it's it's almost it's almost sad because it's like I I want to put the effort, right? I'm a huge historian. You know this, Red. Yeah, totally. I'm a huge historian, and I want to be able to preserve that stuff, man. Preserve history, you know, mm-hmm. because 10, 20, 30 years down the line, when they're going back and they're researching Bay Area wrestling, you know what I mean? Reading the books that Rock Rims put out when I, you know, um, when it was big time, bro. Like that was a hundred year mm-hmm. history. I learned so much just from reading that book, bro. Luthez learned how to be a hooker in Oakland. You know wow. what I mean? Ad Santel yeah. taught him how to hook in mm. Oakland. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's like you, all these legendary things. And so I don't want that time frame to be lost. So right. when Scott was starting up, I said, Hey, I don't care what you do, man. By the, by the second, by the third show, we need to be online. We need to have yeah. that presence. And he, mm-hmm. he's a marketing master, right? Yeah. So he knew, he, he knew yeah. half that stuff already. Mm-hmm. He just needed to know how to kind of, guide the waters of professional wrestling you know what totally. i'm saying and so so getting to that point that's a huge point that was the number one stamp that west coast put on in the beginning was uh allowing that content to be out there and allowing people to absorb it and learn about these people and stuff like that you know mm-hmm. that's it that's my long rant number one you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're here for bro we need about 20 need about 20 more of them here real it's quick so <laughs> it it sucks that that APW stuff isn't like available yeah. anywhere though. Because I was looking through some of those matches, and uh, you know, just when I was doing research on you, and there was one I saw like you, 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 uh, you trioed with DJ Hyde against like Brody King, and I can't remember who else. And I'm like, what <laughs> yeah, <the> yeah, <laughs> that was that was down in Hollywood though. That was Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Oh, was that? Mm. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I thought that and, was and APW. Ah. That's actually available online, but it's somewhere in the annals. Oh. You know, I, I gotta, gotta find I, that one then. Because yeah, <laughs> we used to have a, a thing called the Office down there, and like you know, Peter was the head honcho with it, and then had the fake Marquez kid as like the the Richie boy. You know what I mean? And we were the we were mm-hmm. the hitters. Me and Buddy were the hitters yeah. on there. And DJ Hyde was wearing a suit and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> how was he? How was he for a, a one night teammate? It was fine, you know. I, I never had any problems <laughs> with them, you know. Um, never got booked anywhere with them after that or anything. Yeah, you know, I was okay. very cordial with everything, right? But no, <laughs> no business came after, you know. <laughs> um, I can't see you having uh, beef with anybody, though, Levi. I don't. I can't see you really having throughout your career encountered a lot of times where they're like, "Here comes this fucker Levi again with this bullshit." Like, you're not really that guy. You seem like approachable like i always see at the west coast pro shows uh students and people around getting advice from you so i couldn't really see that someone being so shooting ill will towards you <laughs> yeah yeah and it is know, pro yeah. wrestling though yeah exactly yeah. i was just gonna say it is pro wrestling <laughs> and i think at the core of it you're right like i really try not to have any enemies you know and that's really hard in wrestling 
you know? Um, and I've had heat with people that, you know, has, has gone through years and stuff. And then we smushed it, you know, because I just, yeah. I don't, I don't want to have that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Our tomorrows are never guaranteed. So I always want to make sure that I treat everybody with respect because that's what I want, you know? And I think yeah. that's helped me in a long ways, but at that same time, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not who, you know, in wrestling, it's who wants to vouch for you, you know? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> What a crazy ass business we exist in, man. Speaking of yeah. uh, West Coast Pro, how did you uh, how did you become uh, how did you become part of the backstage? How did you become part of the being more than just being a wrestler? Well, uh, just kind of came up, you know, um, circumstances. Honestly, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2019, man, was rocking. Let's say that, right? Kind of West Coast was just getting going, man. I was on the peak of my game. I was in great shape, bro. I was like. I was, I was destined, you know what I mean? Right mm-hmm. before the pandemic hit and then the pandemic hit and I tried to maintain for as long as I could, but then my ADHD hit in and I lost all that, you know, all the gains and all that, whatever. And I'm still not in horrible shape. I'm not fat, but I don't have that six pack Levi that everybody was calling me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, um, but at that point when I was going, I was like, man, I really want to try to make an effort here. I want to be a, try to try to get a contract. I want to try to get a look, you know? Yeah. And, um, I realized that my breathing was, was hard, bro. I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't go. And when I was trying to kick it up into that next year, I just couldn't maintain breathing for some reason. I thought I was out of shape, you know, but I'm doing more cardio and hit workouts and stuff. And it's not that, you know, but so I went to get looked and so my nasal valves closed up whenever I would breathe in real heavy, you know what I mean? Oh shit! And I was like, so I couldn't breathe. I had to teach myself how to, um, breathe in my mouth and out my nose while I was, while I was working, you know, which is completely backwards, you know? Right. And so I got checked and they're like, Oh, you know, you got, you know, um, deviated septum and the nasal flaps, whatever. I was like, I want to fix this, man. I got good surgery. You know I mean? Insurance, like let's, let's get it. Let's do it. You know? And so coming off of that was really when Scott was like, you know, he's like, he's like, you're my boy. You know what I mean? He says other things. Right. But, you're my boy. Scott. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like you're you're there, bro. You know, like you're you're the ride or die. You helped teach me a lot of this stuff. You know what I mean? That's that's a homie outside of wrestling, though. You know, yeah, it's totally. a developed bond, honestly. And so it's like, um, what you know? So I would do commentary because I do commentary before I broke my arm in 2013, and I would do commentary, and everyone's like, "Yo, yo, Levi, bro, you're you are really good at commentary." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, like, and it, and it's just natural, bro, because. What I'm, what am I thinking? I'm not trying to get myself over. I'm getting over by being a good commentator, you know? Right. And so right. I just want to put the, the the story and the emphasis and bouncing off my pay by pay, you know, and stuff like that. So I did commentary, and Scott was like, "Yo, you you, you fucked up, bro. Like you fucked mm-hmm. up doing commentary because you're so good at that, you know what I mean?" And <laughs> as I as I'm kind of getting older in the business, I'm really trying to look at what's life after in ring. You know what I mean? Like if mm-hmm. I don't make that you know, that chance in the next couple of years, bro. Like I don't want to be that 40 year old vet trying to buy for it. You know what I mean? Cause it'll come anyway. You know what I mean? If it's going to come, whether I'm wrestling in the ring or if I'm backstage or if I'm behind a camp, like people always used to ask me, yo, Levi, who's your favorite wrestler? And before I said, Terry Funk, I would always be so perplexed because I don't love wrestling for one single reason. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be main event of WrestleMania standing in front of 80,000 people. You know what I mean? If I'm if I'm there, hell yeah, let's go. Right. Mm -hmm. If I'm the referee, let's go. If I'm 
This would be, be funny if anybody gets the inside joke, but if I'm some jabroni with a headset ringside, <laughs> I'm down for that. You know what I mean? And I, mm-hmm. I just want to be a part of what makes wrestling wrestling. So if I'm moving towards being a director, which is something I'm super interested in doing a lot of Hollywood stuff, I'm always hanging by the production booth. I'm seeing the six angle, you know, the shots and everything and camera two, lineup camera two, take number one, number one, zoom in. You know what I mean? Like that's so mm-hmm. interesting to me. And so, just telling that to Scott, he's like, all right, well, there you are. You know what I mean? Like, you want to help with that? You can do this. I, I know how to do sound like the back of my hand, right? Do you want to be a commentator? You want to be this, trying to help with booking, you know what I mean? But then with Vinny and, and Chris being there, it's like, you know, those are the veterans that I would go to if I if I yeah. needed help or something. So that's one step above, you know what I mean? Because I've only done so much, right? And I've been around mm-hmm. for a long time, but like – just kind of taking a left turn, right? Like when, when Scott opened up the, the idea of being a, a, a trainer, you know what I mean? I, was like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think I deserve that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Was I, what do I always hear? I always tell kids go, go learn from someone who's been there. You know what I mean? Go learn from someone who, who's done that. You know what I mean? And, and I had a bunch of the homies come up and be like, yo, yeah, you don't have a contract, but you've been there. You yeah. know what I mean? I've wrestled in WWE. I've wrestled in AEW, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. On multiple occasions. And but may not have that contract, but I know everything that can go right up into that point almost, you know what I mean? So I know how to right. get somebody there. I know the phone numbers, I have the connects, and and you're good enough. And I was like, all right, well, you know, I'm always so hard on myself. So I for sure I get that. And so that's when they were like, Okay, I, I was like, all right, I'm down. But you know, I was I'm just beginning coach, you know what I mean? I'm doing that with Charlie too, you know, and I'm yeah. taking a, a small step back for the injury, right? But like if anything's been happening in the last few months, because I had the nose surgery first and then the thumb surgery. So I'm on double surgery recovery. And I'm mm-hmm. telling you, dude, the, the fuel is burning, Reg. I cannot yeah. wait yeah. to come back and, and give mm-hmm. myself that 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 chance, man. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. chance to be me, because I feel like when I came back from that last surgery, I was trying to fit in. You know what I mean? I was like, God damn, West Coast took such a huge leap in those couple months that I was gone and coming back, mm-hmm. I had some big dogs around me. You know what I mean? And I'm trying to maintain and do that stuff. And like, I'm an old school wrestler, bro. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I try to excel in the 70s style of wrestling and, and, mm-hmm. and I realized and I had to swallow the pill that I got to sprinkle in some 2000s, yes. 2010s and even some 2020 shit in there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but like, that's really what I, I want to get a reaction from the crowd. By mm-hmm. by by some storytelling and some big moves, you know what I mean. But I, I'm for sure shit not going to be doing anything that speedball can do. You know what I mean? I mean <laughs> or fucking, you know what I mean? Um, um uh, Titus and freaking uh, Osprey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I love that. But that's that's the niche, right? The, the worst, the best thing about wrestling now is there's 31 flavors of ice cream. You know what I'm saying? Totally. And vanilla's always been around because that's what's always going to be the fundamentals. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be vanilla, right? I want to be a little like French vanilla or something. But <laughs> vanilla's know. the base. That works. Yeah, yeah. We could say chocolate too. Chocolate's been around just as long. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, it, you know, to be able to kind of do what you did because when you came back from that injury the last time and you started doing the there was the videos you had there you put together the videos kind of showing your comeback kind of showing that you had a different hunger inside um and then seeing 
like you said, West Coast Pro shot up really quickly in those couple of months. And to not get, I mean, I'm sure you were probably a little bit discouraged to not be able to be there, but to not get like totally thrown out of it, seeing that something that you helped build is is going this way. And to kind of be like, well, there's there's a couple of different positions I could play to help instead of just being a bitter old dude about it. It's really commendable, man, because a lot of people would be like, I'm getting left behind or I'm doing this. But instead of like, doing that you took initiative to be like well i'm gonna build my stock for when i do come back by being in these positions yeah you know and uh i'm very blessed to be able to have a direct line to chris hero you know what i'm saying yeah. like i was such a chris hero fan um one of the only real indie guys that i did like when i was younger you know what i'm saying because <laughs> i didn't want i didn't watch a lot of indies i didn't watch ring of honor i didn't watch pwg you know i'd see some clips here and there and I remember when Ring of Honor came around, I got the, the Facebook or the MySpace friend request. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, mm -hmm. I remember seeing it, but it just didn't it didn't get to me, bro. You know what I mean? Like at that time, I was really digging back into the history to really learn that 80s and 70s and 60s. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's just what appealed to me. You know what I mean? And yeah. I realized that because that's what was old school to me. That was 20, 30 years ago to me. Right. Mm -hmm. That's 50 to 60 years ago now. Now, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, that's a what, little too old school. What is it about that? What is it about the, the like the 70s and 80s style that is so appealing to you? I mean, obviously the kayfabe, right? Like, I think mm -hmm. the fact that they had these people yeah. believe in this stuff was commendable. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I think I think what it is, it's like it's so ingrained into the territory or the area. You know what I mean? And you could talk to any OG, any OG OG, you know what I mean? An old OG. And they'd be like, oh, uh, yeah, I remember seeing Junkyard Dog back in the day. And like yeah. my taxi driver in New Orleans one time, mm -hmm. which is all you rest. I remember seeing Junkyard Dog. I was like, oh, you know what I mean? So it's like it was so ingrained. And then just like how everybody respected it. You know what I mean? And it was mm -hmm. a sport. It's wrestling. You know what I mean? Like. Today is still wrestling. Don't get it twisted because wrestling has mm -hmm. evolved. You know what I mean? But catch as catch can, the, the grit, you know what I mean? And then when the people were smart enough to move outside of the box of mm -hmm. wrestling is when things got interesting. You know what I mean? You bring the hardcore, you bring in um, Kevin Sullivan, you know what I mean? As mm -hmm. a, as a, as a, um, satanist you get these yeah. and, and and it's it's built on racial tendons and stuff like that you know of the time it sucks mm -hmm. go back look at some of that stuff but it's to gain a reaction from these people you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's to gain like instant like like these people were pissed mm -hmm. because this guy was up there just beating up somebody you know what i mean right a riot you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying like newspaper articles memories ingrained in people's minds forever you know what I mean? And that happens mm -hmm. today too, which is good. But it's like that. I, I don't, I think it's just because me being a nineties kid, you know what I mean? That was just of the era of being just still a couple years back, but um, it just, it just took over, man. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know how, um, you know what I mean? The showmanship, the charisma, the glitz, mm -hmm. the glamor, the pizzazz, Ric Flair screaming at the top of his lungs, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and I think really what was a big thing for me was like, I, I drive by, I see the cow palace, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I know all the history that's going on there. I'm from Richmond. 
I drive by the mm-hmm. rich. I, I graduated out of the Richmond Auditorium. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the history of wrestling in that building. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Henry J. Kaiser Center in Oakland. You know what I mean? I drove mm-hmm. by it millions of times. It's, it's dilapidated now. The history of that building. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And these are buildings that are still standing. You know what I mean? And you have all that with the Shark Tank. You know what I mean? You have all that with Oakland Coliseum and stuff like that. Um, but I just want today, right? Like Rosita, like that, the VFW mm-hmm. and Rosita is gone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's sportatorium's gone. Right. But it's like, just these things are time, you know, and, and those are just red. They resonated with me, I think. Right. And then Terry came and fucked it all up. Thanks a lot, Terry. <laughs> yeah. It's all his fault. You, you mentioned all Kevin, his fault. You mentioned Kevin Sullivan in there. Uh, did you happen to watch Dark Side of the Ring last night? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. That was, a, that was, a. I, not an era of wrestling I'm like uber familiar with, and that was like so. The the achievements were like so impressive, but then man, the tragedy was also just like incredibly mm. depressing. What what was the episode on? I missed it. Uh, the Graham family. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, I didn't. I didn't know they has had as much. Um, you know, um, yeah, the, suicide. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. I didn't, right, know, I didn't yeah. know that plagued that family as much as like the Von Erics or something like that. Yeah, you know? yeah. I knew about Mike, but I didn't yeah. know that it was the rest. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that show is like, I love wrestling so much that I can't watch it sometimes because <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. damn it. Yeah, they just yeah. They drop so many good gems, man. Like, yeah, you can, you totally. can know the whole story, and then they have like one or two things, and you're like. Oh, that's really interesting, you know. Totally. Watching yeah. uh watching Tales from the Territories and then trying trying to read between the lines and distinguish like how far like how far exaggerated is this story yeah, like, exactly. you know. Yeah. But but still getting a pretty good idea of like, you know, again, it's that era of wrestling you were talking about where like, you know, they're talking about getting attacked in the parking lot on their way out of a show and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, I can't imagine that happening in 2023. There's no. no yeah, no, that'd be crazy. There's no, bro, that there's no fucking yeah. way, bro. Like, honestly, like I, I can't. Like you know, I always, I would always say it when I was younger, I'd be like, man, I wish I was in the territories. I wish this was back <laughs> in the day. You know what I mean? And like, I really have to think about that. Like, do I want to like come out to my car? And see both my tires are stabbed out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got a crowd of people. Yeah. I have to break my, my brand new suitcase that I bought to defend myself. You know, what or I'm you saying? go out there yeah. and there's a guy with a gun just pointed at you, being like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like it was Straight crazy up. back then. Or you and, like really get stabbed and shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good times. Was, yeah. So I do understand yeah. that because the wrestling isn't as passionate as that i don't think it ever would be because yeah. it existed there's just so many things to watch it existed on a time when some people only had 10 channels and wrestling was on one of them so it, For it's one of the first it, three things on television was professional wrestling right exi- right it, exi- it existed in a time when kayfabe wasn't on life support yeah exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> now all like, the wrestlers want to shake hands after their match you little fuckers. <laughs> You know, you know, there's a there's a whole new thing though. It's like if you really know how to do it, you can kayfabe very, very easily today. You know, yeah, totally. You know how to work Twitter and stuff like that. Like, there are some good examples still today, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's not it's not completely dead, but everybody knows there. Everybody's in on it, so it's a lot harder. You know what I mean? It's It's different. Yeah, it is very different. And then there there's some people that can't keep the kayfabe even as hard as they try because. 
at one point you have to be like, okay, I am actually a character. I'm done. I'm not. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you know, and, and if you're not that good at it, you know what I mean? It's going to hurt your money. Uh, you yes. know what I mean? Like <laughs> I, as a heel, I didn't like, you know, I, tr- I tried to keep kayfabe for hell of years and, Oh, I'm not going to go out there. I'm so, you know, it's like, no, bro, I got to sell merch. That's how fools make right. money. I, I made, I made a run of merch and I was like, Oh shit, let's go. Like, oh, damn, okay. But you can't be a badass heel in the back. You got to sell yeah. these shirts out yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, yeah, exactly. I couldn't have someone sit at the table. They didn't buy it. I had to be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's stuff that I learned from like Cabana and the bucks, you know, they would say, you got to be at the table. You know what I mean? You got to baby face the fans, get your heat in the ring. If you really want to try to do that, you know, and um, oh, shoot, it's uh, I had a I had a point I was just gonna say and I lost it. That's ah, all right. Nah, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about uh your uh, in ring things because like you are out injured and what's what's the uh, the uh, prognosis? Do you have some? Uh, things do we do we know a time frame do we know anything i got i got a few more months it's actually doing really well right now see i have to wear like a little thumb gimmick right but mm-hmm. taking it out of it i'm able to do this which is really good you know yeah they said if i was able to get to my pinky that'd be really solid you know if come down a little bit more which is extremely really good you know it's only a few, yeah. months, a few weeks out and uh so i'm looking you know uh september-ish you know what i mean yeah uh, i should be ring ready around that point you know i'm trying to figure out you know how to how to play it out i'm really trying to put together a few loops too you know i want to go visit new england mm-hmm. want to go visit the south i want to go visit um texas you know i got a few people all around that i want to put in and say hey let me, let me put together a weekend man i just want to go out and, and on me and let's go i just want to put that name out a lot more and really try to get into some of these um these areas you know what i mean because i know people yes. in every single territory across the u.s and beyond um but you know these, these promoters aren't just going to fly me out for no reason just because I'm a West Coast nah. guy even, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, like some people even still look at me sometimes and be like, man, how's this fool still on West Coast, I bet, you know what I mean? <laughs> and and it's just what it is, you know? And so I want to go out there, I want to put myself in front of these people and do a little bit of that and really try to come back and and do like I was saying, trying to make some best of Levi Shapiro uh, mm. content. Bro, I'm really trying like content. I'm really mm. trying to do this. I got crazy ADHD. And it's been killing me, but I've been really trying to focus and like, how am I going to make content? Am I going to, am I going to do some Twitch? Am I going to record over some old matches with some commentary with me and a buddy? You know I what like I mean? It. Am I going to get some stuff with me and Reg? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, are we going to sit mm-hmm. down and watch just some old shit? You know, some, yeah. some ring of, some ring of honor stuff I've never seen. And then mm-hmm. now it's bringing a whole new light, you know, I'm just, uh, I want to get out there a lot more to put myself in front of these people because for a long time I shied back on my opinions yeah. And now I'm really comfortable with my opinions. And even though they might be controversial at times, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm ready to put them out there and stuff like that. Cause uh, I have, I have what it takes. I've got, I've got the knowledge, you know what I mean? I've, I've mm-hmm. time tested with many a people from here to there, you know what I mean? And uh, I'm just ready to kind of show everybody who Levi Shapiro really is without worrying about kayfabe or without doing this and that, like, you know, everybody, everybody says all breaks are off. So it's like, yo, man, here I am. Who, who wants to know me? Who wants to know me? You don't have to be 100% 70s kayfabe man all yeah. the time. Yeah, unfortunately, you know what I mean? But, unfortunately. Yeah, I wish it would help me at the diner, you know what I mean? Big, big old baby face win. And, oh, man, I was really rooting for you out there. People like, Jared, really yeah, I brought, I brought you a beer, buddy. Great job out there. <laughs> 
Oh man. <laughs> so uh, funny. When you oh, come man. back though, you won't be able to have your I want to give a little shout out. You won't be you got to get a new videographer because hey. our friend Hey, let's go. It's now uh AW bound. Shout out yeah. to the homie for uh yeah, for doing that. Uh me, yeah, like uh that's just so cool because he was making some amazing content for West Coast Pro. And I'm hoping we could get somebody else that's making great content like that because that was a big, a big help. How did you guys collaborate on those videos that Yo, you uh yeah, you yeah. You know, and and uh credit to Mark, right? Mark Johnson, luchatographer. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm just yeah. such a great visual mind right like that's what yeah. i'm saying i love pro wrestling it's not just it's not just the wrestler it's not just the um uh, referee it's not the cameraman it's everybody working together to produce the content right and so mm-hmm. i came to him and said hey man i'm feeling down bro like i'm feeling real hard on myself about this i'm feeling real real in my feelings about not i feel like i'm getting left behind you know what i mean mm-hmm. And he's like, all right. Well, I was like, I want. I saw what he did with Jack Jack Banning, right? The homie. Yep. Uh, totally reinvented his entire character, right? And totally. Um, I've always enjoyed his highlights and you know all the stuff he did with Hood Slam and stuff like that. It's like, okay, yo, I'm in my feelings. You know what I mean? And he's like, well, what do you do? So yeah, really, I gave him my ideas, and then all the shots and all the that's all him, bro. You know what mm. I mean? Like he's like, okay, well. You're in your feelings and this so is like sit on the couch and you're watching wrestling. You know what I mean? And like while we were setting up the shot, he realized that my leg was like, you know, was going up <laughs> and down, just twitching almost. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, yeah, let's get a shot of that, too. You know what I mean? That's going to add to everything. And so it's like just act natural. Just be you. And so that's how those all kind of swarmed together. You know what I mean? I said originally I originally had the idea of making those to where it would literally lead right back up to my debut. Like right mm-hmm. to even going through the curtain again, right? The idea was like, I couldn't leave the house. Finally left the house, went to the ring, could get in the ring. Finally got the ring, shows me working, shows me training. You know what I mean? Shows me driving to mm-hmm. the venue, shows me getting my gear on and then out through the thing. You know what I mean? That's kind of how I wanted to go with it. But you got to roll with the punches and stuff like that. And so I was just like, let's just get it to the where, where we're at right here. I want to say I'm frustrated and I'm ready to come back because I can breathe, you know? Right. So I got this huge hill by me, and I was like, "Yo, I I always think about driving up there and looking at the whole bay, bro. I get the the Bay Bridge, I get the Golden Gate Bridge, I got the um whatever that bridge is down there, you know, by Hayward and <laughs> <Yeah>. Martin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so is there like is there like is that like the redheaded stepchild bridge that nobody? Yeah. Cares about? Well, I mean, to me, <laughs> pretty much. To me, you know. Like maybe if you live in Hayward and stuff like that, that's yeah, the yeah. The people you're... closer down there probably are going through there, but for us up here, we're not going all the way down there. Nah, I, <laughs> um, yeah. I, and see, bro, I lived, I grew up in this little section like Richmond Annex, right? So Richmond and mm-hmm. El Cerrito, right? And um, it's so, it's so, it's the perfect place, honestly, bro. I've, I've lived in the melting pot of the Bay, so I'm yeah. not in San Francisco, but I right. see it. I'm not in Oakland, but I'm right mm-hmm. there. You're I got close El- enough to all of it. Yeah, I got Vallejo and El Sobrani right there. You know what I mean? So I literally had the, the complete swarm. And uh, just sitting up on that hill, I'd always think about it. And I'm like, what's next? And stuff like that. So he's like, let's sit on, have you walk up to the hill and you sit on the rock and you're looking at it. Just take that thing off. You know what I mean? And boom, magic was made. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm really hoping that uh, I can I can work with him on a schedule because I got a few ideas for a few more that I want to do. Right. Um, <laughs> Not not the same vibe or anything, but I, I, dude, I just got this fire, bro, and I really want to ride the flame. And I've been going to therapy, man. That's a big step too, you know. I'm really trying to mm-hmm. I'm trying to make myself the best possible person 
to come back and be focused with this wrestling stuff, bro. Because for a decade plus, bro, I was like, oh, I'm a wrestler, bro. I wrestle every weekend. I'm driving down to here and I'm driving to there and I'm doing this. And I was like, I'm a wrestler, you know. And here I am 12 years later, have a vast knowledge and vast memories. And I don't regret anything, right? But I really wish that I tuned into the business so that I would have made a little bit more money. You know what I mean? And branded myself because I saw... I saw a whole bunch of my friends and bless them, bless them, right? But they're they're traveling the world, making all sorts of money now. And it's like, I know I can do that. So mm-hmm. stop, stop blocking myself, you know what I mean? And let's go. I like that you uh, you, you, you mentioned the, uh, the the mental side of things too. Like you, mm-hmm. uh, there, there's a good saying, it's uh, the, the, the body goes where the head goes. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's a real good one. Yeah. So, uh, you, you, uh, after you got the nose fixed, so you did do some wrestling, uh, yeah. You know, before you heard the thumb, how did, uh, you know, how did you find no, I, had a, I had a second nose surgery? Oh, yeah. Shit. The second one. Yeah. How did <laughs> yeah. you, uh, oh my God. After the first one, how did you find the, uh, like the difference that, like, did you, were you finding it better already or? Well, so I had to wrestle, like, so the first one kind of failed, honestly. Oh and, shit! And oh, shit. and, the, and, and it, it worked really well on my on one of the sides, but then one of the other sides just dilapidated. You just fell, basically, you know. And so I had to wear a nose dilator, which is like a little thing that opens up my valves, right, so that I can breathe. Mm-hmm. And uh, wrestling, trying to find one of those that I could wrestle when was really tough. You know what I mean? And always falling out. And you mean the Harlem Heat gimmick thing was no, fake? Like that was no. <laughs> <laughs> no, so 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 they had those too, right? But that that would always fall off, bro. Like right. I, I I put one of those on and it'd fall off. And if I didn't have that thing, I couldn't breathe. You know, if, yeah. if I was exerting, I couldn't. I'd have to do this. You know, mm-hmm. literally just hold my hold my nasal open while I'm working. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 and so like that 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 sucked. You know, but when when I finally found a good one that stuck. I was feeling pretty good with it, you know, but at the same time, I was like, I can't get a contract and go into this tryout with this nose dial. Right, and right, be, right, right. Mid workout or mid match and it falls out and I'm trying to scramble to put it back in. You know what I mean? And like, Terry what is Taylor, wrong with this yeah. guy? You're like, oh, you got to fix your nose, kid. You come back when you got a chance, you know? So I'm trying to figure out like, what do I got to do to fix myself, you know? And mm-hmm. and if it, and even if this second one may not work, you know, what the doctor was like, it just, it just may not. Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, yeah, <laughs> like, well, you got a huge nose, man. What do you expect? <laughs> and so, so I got another dilator. I'm all out of focus now. Uh, I got another dilator. Nope. Let's see what's going on here. Ah, uh, whatever. technology technology it just took a minute uh yeah so i think coming back i've been i still gotta wear some 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 gimmicks sometimes i think i think i gotta find a dilator but i found one that really sticks and uh we're just gonna try to make the best of it man because the best is it's just what i got so it's who i am you know what i mean and if i can't make it with who i am then that's just that's just something that's gonna be ha- have to be right because i've already told myself there's there's other avenues that, how long was how long was that little uh run that you had before you had to go back out again uh april to november Mm -hmm. yeah because after november i told scott that i was like i need to get into the surgery and he's like all right well we'll 
we'll take you off until you're better. And I was like, oh man, the surgery's not till April. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can still work until April, brother. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right, yeah, see you later, Levi. Go home. We'll see you later. I think I think I told him that in February, and he was like, What? <laughs> like you could you could have wrestled this whole time. I was like, I told you that. I told you that. You're like, I guess I'm not getting booked. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, but I, I took it for the team, you know, and I was like, all right, let's go. You know, I was always I was kind of wishy-washy at that point, too. Like wondering what I should do. I, I just literally didn't feel like I had it at that minute. So I was like, all right, let's get this mm -hmm. next surgery. You know, and during that I, I, is when the thumb happened. You know what I mean? Just yeah. a, bull, a bulldog gone wrong. And mm -hmm. so I was like, let's do it at the same time, man. You know, just take that. Oh, take that, that happened on a move. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, shit. So a I basic didn't... move, too, for the kids out there. Was that the, uh, <laughs> was that the, was that the match of Mitzvah Mania? No, or no. Is, oh, so, so you, oh, so the thumb was actually fucked before that. Yeah. So what happened oh. was it was at Hollywood, right? Because all the fun stuff mm -hmm. happens at Hollywood for some reason. Yeah. Of course. Uh, and I was going to do like one of those John Cena, like hand behind the head bulldogs, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I went in and homeboy's like big ass hair and his head was all nappy. And I was like, oh shit. So my hand got stuck. Oh, and like shit. went down with his hand. And when I hit the mat, my, my thumb bent back. Right. And so Ooh. it sucked. It's super hurt. But I thought I just jammed it. Right. So I'm like trying to pull it out and stuff like that. And I, dude, I worked on it for like a month and a half. I took all my Shit. bookings, you know what I mean? I went to a whole bunch of places. You're like, it's fine. Bro, yeah. I just wrapped it up. I just wrapped it up. Man, it'll pop sooner or later, you know what I mean? And <laughs> then <laughs> I'm at work, it'll bro. It'll pop sooner or later. <laughs> I use I use my hands for, for my shoot gig. And after I was like, this shit hurts, bro. I was lifting weights and the bar was still. I was like, man, this shit really hurts. It's not popping, you know? And I went to get mm. an x-ray and immediately the x-ray is like, no, that's dislocated. <laughs> what? <laughs> like dislocated? <laughs> And then I went to get another surgery, and they went with like one of those live X-rays, which is cool. I've never seen one of those. You put your hand in, and it would X-ray the whole thing, and you can move it. Oh, and so shit. the thumb—it sounds crazy. So yeah, it sounds nuts. I guess this isn't the bone normal, right? And and this is if it's dislocated. It was like this, so it was what they called subluxed, right? So it was mm. still there, but it wasn't fully dislocated. But it basically was dislocated. And mm. there's two bands on your thumb that connect to give you your thumb strength. So I blew those. I blew both the bands. You know what I mean? And so they're like, yeah, we need to go in and give you surgery. And I was like, uh, like, I think I had a real big weekend. I think it was right before Mania weekend too. You mm -hmm. know, and I had a few bookings and stuff like that and stupid wrestlers, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh man, like, do I need to fix it like right now or can I wait like three <laughs> weeks, you know? And and the doctor, dude, like three or four doctors all came into the room. They were like shocked, you know what I mean? That I was able to like move or work or work out or wrestle mm. with this thumb, you know what I mean? And uh, they were super popping that I was a wrestler, you know? And I was like, okay, right. this is good. I'm going to try to work this into me. And they're like, well, the doctor in me says no. But the <laughs> athlete in me says yes. Take that for how you will. <laughs> Bad influences over there. Uh, yes. All right. All right. This is the most interesting medical advice. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was shocked to hear it, honestly. Because I was expecting dying. no. I was like, no, what are you, stupid? And I'm like, yeah, I am. I'm going to go wrestle, you know, and get, get my yeah. money. They're I, like, Mania Weekend's coming up? Yeah. Ah, the mm, athlete in me says, maybe you should uh, go do it. Yeah, that's, there's, there's some good merch lines at Mania Weekend. weekend. Man. <laughs> <laughs> a few things, you know? God so damn. funny, man. 
Yeah, so, so I was able to kind of line it up with the nose, which is good. And happy yeah. to take care of that together. That's awesome. So you've been doing some, you know, kind of behind the scenes backstage stuff to stay connected to wrestling while you've been out. Have you been watching any wrestling as well? Oh yeah. Or, oh, yeah. yeah. What what yeah. have you been uh what have you been keeping yourself busy watching? Uh so it's funny, right? Then I got bored with watching wrestling. I was crazy crazy to hear myself say that. Mm-hmm. Uh like I I for 10 years literally watched nothing else besides professional wrestling. <laughs> like all throughout high school, WWE 24-7. And then, and then yeah. once I realized that those weren't the originals, dude, then I went on the internet and became a torrent pirate. <laughs> You know yes, what I mean, yes. and I, and I hit the torrents. I mean, no, 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 never. I never downloaded any torrents. <laughs> hey, hey yo, yo, I'm a record. part of a community. I'm a part of a community. We share. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a tape trading okay. community. You know, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't illegally leech. No, nope. you know? not extreme wrestling torrents. I've never no, been out there, and I no. don't have a code for anything. I don't have a 67 ratio or anything <laughs> like that. What are you talking about? You know, like, come on, not at all. Um. But dude, so that was it. So you know, I've, 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 uh, <laughs> over the years, I've enjoyed like other things to inspire myself for characters and how to. Because after a while, I was like, all right, I can't just be the old school guy. I want to. I really tried to deep dive into this like character, you know. Yeah. And I wanted to be like a villain, like a, like somebody. My boy's like, well, what are all the things you like watching? I was like, man, I watch Disney coming of age movies and you know, <laughs> cartoons and and wrestling, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. so. Like the uh, the bad guy from Roger Rabbit, you know what I mean? That's like the villain <laughs> I was trying to really think something completely out of like me, you know right. what I mean? And like so I'm watching all the stuff, and I watched The Wire, dude. The Wire is one of the greatest shows of all time. Amazing, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and all this other stuff and some reality shows. So I just influenced myself with a lot more media outside of wrestling, right? Because if I was so immersed in just wrestling, it just didn't translate a lot of the time, you know? Right. And I felt like I was missing out on a lot, and um, uh. Tad note, I'm I'm halfway through my watch first watch of The Sopranos too, which has been mm-hmm. immaculate, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as when it comes to wrestling, like I try to keep, I try to stay up to date with everything, right? I watch YouTube for all the major promotions because that's like 15 hours of television yeah. a week, you know, a, a week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I I, t- I keep my tidbits, and if I catch you know Dynamite Live or whatever, I can't really watch Raw or SmackDown. Uh, live like i'll catch uh smackdown in the gym sometimes or raw you know um but like watching a lot is really tough yeah. uh and i like i like all, some of the product you know but it's just like to, to, to sit through it is is, is it's a half so they the do pre- such good video packages and stuff the like presentation that. of those shows is where they really need to figure out some shit like yeah, even live movie. too though even live like it's yeah. the same it's the same thing when you're there live it's the same as tv they they take the breaks for the 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 commercials and they air their own commercials yeah. you know what i mean right. like, so and like um you know people you listen to fools that do reviews and stuff like that uh and you like they'll do entrance two minutes of wrestling break mm-hmm. two minutes of wrestling go home entrance yeah. is like five minutes two minutes of wrestling break mm-hmm. Two minutes of wrestling, go on. So it's like it's very formulaic, and now that it's put out there like that, it's so it's so apparent, you know. Um, but the one thing that I've really been keeping up with, uh, thanks to a Google Drive I subscribe to, the Crispy Lettuce <laughs> Drive, hell yes, um, New Japan '95 mm. on on Eurovision, right? Mm-hmm. Which is 
it's uh or no 93 right so they yeah. have like muda versus hogan but like sir oliver humperdinck is the commentator so it's not mm-hmm. japanese commentary it's this like english commentary Whoa. for england you know mm. so it's so it's so but it's the matches themselves and the whole run with like road warrior hawk and power warrior you know uh and just like a whole miss dude oz versus hashimoto kevin nash <laughs> as oz versus hashimoto you know and okay, so i'm interested mm-hmm. i'm really diving deep because i was all, i was an all japan guy you know yeah I mean? like obviously being a terry funk guy in texas and the southern territories right baba always had more territorial style that was mm-hmm. always baba's thing right as to where Anoki was um, more New York, but at that same time, more MMA influenced, you know? So I didn't mm-hmm. watch a lot of New Japan outside of like the 80s stuff. Definitely not in the 90s outside of a few tapes, right? But I'm um, really getting geeked on that stuff. And and mm-hmm. a lot of like, um, now you got to say, okay, what's old school, right? right? What's old school now is 2000s. So I've been mm-hmm. going back and watching uh early ring of honor 2002 to 2003 Ooh. 2004 catching in some of them pwgs too you know what i mean um mm-hmm. really trying to mix in a lot of that old school indie stuff right and just to just mm-hmm. to absorb it because i'm an episodic wrestling guy i've always watched stuff in full everyone's like oh you need to watch this one match okay well i want to watch the episode that that match is on or the pay-per-view that that match is on because mm-hmm. it's always about the build you know what i mean and that, right. that relates back to just the encompassing whole like when i watch a tape i want to see it from the up i want to see that very first visual what's that first visual right and i try to relay that same thing in the west coast at times sometimes we come up and it's like it's like everyone else you know it's like no let's do like yo i want to come up on on the graphic maybe a 30 second Mm -hmm. intro video shoot it over to the commentary table and you know Mm -hmm. james and whoever else you know we're doing the thing we're drive here all the way live let's go down to the ring you know what i mean and then transfers into the ring and then get the Mm -hmm. third for the ring announcer like that stuff is just it's always there so i always like to watch a lot of that stuff and it's hard to do that with some of these early indie shows right like hard inspiration right because it's just here's the beginning of the show commentator you know or ring announcer you know what i mean commentator mm-hmm. hops on the second dub track and then just matches mm-hmm. just matches mm-hmm. you know and so i'm really trying my best to kind of stick in and see you know who i'm into and who who's who's with me right uh but sometimes it's I, I, I my adhd just hits and i just can't i'll get in like one to two matches on on a ring of honor tape or something and then i'll, I'll just you know i'll fade away <laughs> Sometimes I'm super into it. Sometimes I'm super into it, and I watch like six matches, right? And then it comes to the change to discs too, and I'm like, "Uh." (laughs) (laughs) you're uh, you're talking about your all you're talking about your all Japan though. Uh, How how stoked are you for Kenta Kabashi coming to West Coast, bro? Oh my god! (laughs) See, this is the stuff that I never never would have dreamed about this, right? Mm -hmm. Right, like Mm -hmm. not since. Pro Wrestling Iron, 2001, 2002, 2003, somewhere around there, when they brought in Mazawa, right? Mm-hmm. That was huge, right? And even then, I feel like that didn't get enough, like, of a rub. Like, it's like, true. Like, 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 this huge thing that this legend of Japan mm-hmm. came to Hayward or San Leandro, right? Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you that show didn't draw more than 60 people. Right. You know what I mean? Definitely. Because it's just, it wasn't that huge That's at fucking the time. crazy. And mm-hmm. so it's like, you know, bringing in Kent to Kabashi, like, yo, you know, like, dude, for like bringing in Yuji Nagata, 
You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, like Suzuki's yeah. cool, right? But everybody has Suzuki. Suzuki yeah. was, was nothing new. He's Nobody everywhere. had Yuji Nagata outside of New mm-hmm. Japan that weekend, you know? Yeah. Asha Kong, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I know for a fact Scott has made attempts to get legends, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. for him just to be able to acquire that and acquire, like, having having the Queen of Indies, right? Having Chigusa Nagayo mm-hmm. as, a, as, a, as a partner now, you know what I mean? That's not a one, two-time thing to Japan for Marvelous. We are developing a pipeline, mm-hmm. a literal BART tube to send people over there because they yeah. want people. They want people. You know what I mean? So excur- American excursions to Japan on the same end with Japan excursions to America. Shout you know out Alpha Zoe. Shout out, you know? Mm-hmm. And he killed it, bro. I was right there for that. Mm-hmm. It's always been on a whole nother level, bro. Yes. Like, yep. no, no qualms about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I remember... One of my first matches back with this new style was against Zoe, and he was on the same level. I just, mm-hmm. just want to do it, you know what I mean? And so he's putting in day and night, two, three times a day. Yeah, go, go get it, yeah. bro. Mm-hmm. Go fucking get it. Crazy and, grind, crazy uh, grind. It's just what it is. So to have Kenta Kabash is gonna be just bananas. I can't believe I mean? it. <laughs> you know, like I went to get a deli sandwich with Okada one time because right we got him from the airport. You know what I mean? And it's like. This is what a sub is, a deli sub. And he's like, holy shit. You know? And maybe he was just k favoring me or whatever. But like to me, like, you know, like that's wild that I'm just hanging mm-hmm. out with these people that people pay hundreds of dollars just to meet or idolize, right? And it's like, yo, I'm like, I'm hanging out with legendary people, which is like, all right, Levi, you're doing something right in this wrestling world, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm 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 still trying to figure out how how the fuck I'm gonna get to Forbidden Door because it's like an hour from my house. <laughs> you gotta uh, go, dude. I oh, I, I don't know. I don't. I'll talk to you after the stream, but yeah. <laughs> things. <laughs> things. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I. But uh, Levi, what is so? You got a, you got, you know, you're projecting what, like, is this around September ish. You said you're looking to come back. What are your, what are your, what are your, what are your immediate goals mm-hmm. when you get back Ooh. in that ring and you, and you can start putting your hands on some people again? Yeah. Well, that's that. No one's asked me immediate goals, which is good because I, I, I make kind of generic goals sometimes, and I need mm-hmm. help to really zoom in on those things, you know, which is really good. Um, the first thing that pops into my head, right, is to rise the ranks in West Coast. Like, I need that mm-hmm. gold, bro, you know? And so to put myself in that position and in that scene, that main event scene, you know what I mean? And if I need to tear the house down with Speedball Mike Bailey, let's go. You know, mm-hmm. if I need to do that with Black Taurus, let's go. If I need to do that with AJ Gray again, let's go. Kevin mm-hmm. Blackwood, let's go. I don't care. Bring him. Because I used to worry about that stuff, you know what I mean? But Levi Shapiro is going to walk in there, Levi Shapiro. Right. Mm. And we're going to work and we're going to create, you know what I'm saying? So that's the immediate thing is to stake my, my, my claim in my territory, mm-hmm. in my hometown. You yeah. know what I mean? And then in, in, in the essence of that is to take myself globally, really. Right. I want to mm-hmm. go globally. Like I want to hit the, the coast, the opposite coast. I want to go down South. I want to go to all the territories in the U S do for a couple runs. I want to go to Japan. I want to go to Europe. I want to go to Germany. You know what I mean? I want to go to Peru. You know, I want to go anywhere that I can go to wrestle because when I sat back a couple months ago, I was like, why are you wrestling? Why did, why did teenage Levi Shapiro get into wrestling? And it was to travel the world, 
make some money, right? And live out this dream. And so I've still not been international. You know, I've got my passport. I'm ready to go. And it's like, okay, stop, stop, pull the trigger, as I say. You know, mm-hmm. stop wasting time, bro. Pull the trigger. Let's go. You know what I mean? Hit some people up that you know out out wherever and say, all right, I'll get myself there. What you got? You know what I mean? Or once I go time, maybe that's how you, you know, that's how people bring you back. You know what I mean? They just have to see me. If I get in front of the right eyes, it's it's cookies, you know? Um, and I have friends all over the place that I want to go see. You know what I mean? I'm tired of them coming to see me. I want to mm-hmm. go see them. You know what I mean? Because I grew up in the greatest place in the world, bro. Right? Mm-hmm. The Bay Area, California. Mm-hmm. My parents are the East Coast, right? They're Jersey and Philadelphia, respectively. They traveled all the way to the West Coast in the 70s because this was the spot. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I've always wanted to leave this spot. Right. And I never knew why. Right? I never knew why. It's because, you know, you need to leave your village to become a samurai. Right? Totally. But I want to go experience everywhere else to know why this is the best place in the world. Because mm-hmm. I only know here. I don't. I know a little bit about elsewhere. You know what I mean? But I got to see why those people are elsewhere, why they want to come here. You know, mm-hmm. because I got all the top independent people from all over the world coming to the coast, loving it. Yeah, and we're all having a blast here. We're hanging out, and oh man, this is where I've been trying to get. It's like, well, this is where I grew up. I'm trying to experience your territory to see if I can help, or if I can learn something, or if we can do something, create some magic business, right? Because the circle of wrestling is starting to slowly come back around, and the territorial style is really coming back heavy. It you know is. What I mean, and so mm-hmm. Vince McMahon. I mean, this this is something that could go on for another hour and a half if you really want. But when mm-hmm. Vince McMahon took over wrestling, that changed wrestling business. You know yeah. what I mean? Because when I got smartened up, it was by Mustafa Saeed, and we were in a tag match, and he's like, "Oh, we're old school kid, right?" I mean, like, "Oh, we old school." And we come back, he's like, "None of that was old school. <laughs> None of that was old. School. You think you're old school? Nah. Like go humbling, huh?" everything pre-January 1984. And if you don't know what happened in January 1984, you need to study, you know, Mm. because everything before that was professional wrestling on a territorial basis where you had to sell tickets. There's a whole different thing. And then Vince came in and changed that whole thing to a media branding worldwide. You know what I mean? And then even after that, it's it's the marketing, right? So if, if Vince McMahon is taking that step back and WWE is slowly changing and doing this whole new business and stuff, the rise of the territories could come back up in a good way. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because as I've always said, before they had the territories, that was the top, right? And then mm-hmm. there's the sky. And now there's that um, over line. It's like a cloud of WWE. Like you can't get past that. That's a ceiling. You know what I mean? But that territorial system that was there right before is just underneath that. You know what I mean? AEW's right. underneath there too, right? But it's like this is a, that's just a big territory at the moment, right? It is. Because because they're just they're developing still. You know, it's mm-hmm. like when Vince took over and there were still the territories and WWF was still a territory. That's kind of how I'm seeing AEW at the time because it's a big fucking territory, but it's still not to that point of seasoned that WWE is, right? Because WWE mm-hmm. has the machine, you know, and AEW's trying to still craft and engineer that machine. You know, that's why people give bad rep to it. And it's like, you got to remember, bro, they're still in the first infancy. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're barely a baby. You know, mm-hmm. they say, well, first five. five. Yeah, first five. Bro. five. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, 
I don't know. Wait, I mean, wait it, like 15 years and let's see what's let's see what's happening. You know, yeah. right? It's like it. I don't know. Some of that. Some of that just seems asinine to me anyway. Because like you look at you know what they're doing in England and it's like how you know that's uh, England's a whole nother world, bro. Yeah, you know they're yeah they're uh, it really is. Oh, Brit Rest. Yeah, I, it's, it's all it's because you know it's different TV deals, it's shit like that. Yeah, right? and so yeah, um, even trying to get stuff on TV in Japan, I bet super hard. You know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. know if WWE has a TV deal in Japan, and if no. they do, it, it's through a third party or something. You know, like Disney Plus mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, AEW is just like through New Japan World. They just air it on there. Wow. Yeah. That's smart. See, that's smart, bro. Independence. See, territorial systems coming in. Yeah, that real NWA shit. You know. Yeah. Where it's a, it, yeah. it's a, it's an, it's a posse of promoters. You know? Yeah. Right. Well, ex- mm-hmm. it, that, I, it's interesting you mentioned that too, though, because I see that on the independent level as well. Uh, but I see it, you know, obviously like you know AEW, New Japan, you know Impact working a little bit together kind of shares that mentality. But mm-hmm. seeing it. Seeing it now, uh, you know, West Coast and Prestige Wrestling do uh, co-promoted shows quite often. Prestige now is doing some stuff with Wrestling Revolver, which is based out of mm-hmm. Ohio and Iowa. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they're doing shows out in, like, New Jersey. Uh, it, it, there's a lot of, uh, yeah, the, all these promotions working together. It's so much better for everybody. And, and, that, and that's so just a better. tip. That's a tip yeah. of that that circle turning, right? Because now mm-hmm. we're on national independent companies, right? Right, yeah, mm-hmm. not just territorial independent companies, mm-hmm. national, worldwide independent companies traveling to different territories and running shows. Single, like they mm-hmm. don't like. Sometimes they go into a town and they get help with some people, right? Sometimes they go into a town and they don't get some help from some people. You know what I mean? It's 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 an it's an intense thing, and it's that's. Now, now we have GCW. Now we got that one, right? Now people are going to try to replicate that. You know what I'm saying? So who knows what's going to happen even by September, bro? You know what I'm saying? Who Uh, knows what's going to happen in this wrestling world because you never know what's going to happen anymore. This month, this month, there's uh, Defy, which is based in Seattle. They're co-promoting a show with Progress from the UK Mm -hmm. in Toronto. Interesting. Interesting. Really? Yeah. Huh. How far is Toronto from Seattle? Is that where's Toronto on the on the map? Is it middle or, or east? Uh Toronto is basically the east coast, but not quite. It's uh like three hours from Detroit. Okay. okay. For like four like four hours from Detroit. So not quite so, not quite middle, but a little a little bit more east. Yeah. 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 Like somewhere like in the no man's land, uh somewhere kind of you'd say between like the Midwest and the East Coast. Okay. Gotcha. But then nice. but then also it's kind of a journey. Way, but then also like way north in Canada. So yeah. Mm. Where where are you located, Mike? And uh, so I'm I'm like in between Toronto and Detroit. I'm an hour from Toronto, so I'm only three hours to Detroit. But you're in America? No, I'm in Canada. Canada, Canadian. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And yes, and God bless the internet because without it, I wouldn't be able to sit here and watch promotions from California and enjoy watching like West Coast based wrestlers like yourself. You know what I mean? Like that's 
you know, we talk talk about the evolution of you know uh, going from DVDs to streaming and stuff. But just mm-hmm. without whoa, 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 take it way back, bro. Take it way back. <laughs> with that magazines. Being, with that magazine. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah then tr- true. I had uh, enough. P- I had enough PWIs just taking up space when I was Yo. a kid. And, and and it's crazy to think about the evolution, right? Because you only be able to see a show in your town once a week, right? Even if that's a yeah. weekly territory, right? And that's just your town. Mm-hmm. But man, you pick up a PWI. Oh man, I'm reading I'm reading uh, results from all over the place, but I only get that once a month. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So nowadays, not only you don't even have to wait for the magazine because mm-hmm. the results are up immediately. And I'm mm-hmm. already watching a live stream from um, goddamn Saudi Arabia. You know what I mean? Yeah. In my bed, mm-hmm. on my phone. Yes. Yeah, that's that's the transition, right? Like, once wrestling magazines took that step back, bro, like, that that was kind of pre-Dirtsy, right? But it was a whole mm-hmm. different world because those, those those they still relied storylines and stuff, right? But it allowed the people and allowed them to do so much different booking stuff. Because the people in California were never going to see what happened in Tuscaloosa or right. Mobile or mm-hmm. you know, Montgomery, right? Mm-hmm. People in Mobile wouldn't even see what's happening in Montgomery. You right. know, the word might travel, but that's how people would do the same thing every night or same thing every month, you know what I mean? Or do one booking idea here and then take it up to Detroit and do it there. You know what I mean? Like, you mm-hmm. can't do that stuff anymore. No. You, have to, you have to get really creative. And like Matt. I say that, and people be like, oh, you could still do, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, you can do some of that stuff, right? But sort, sort of, but like, it's tough. even without the streaming, like, you just have somebody on their cell phone taking yeah. a video of it, and like, the spot goes viral from the fan, exactly. cam, the, the fan mm-hmm. cam from the front row. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But see, then that's how they get booked because then they yeah. got to do that spot all over the world. And that's what they're yeah. getting booked on is because the people like the spot. You know, what I'm it's, a, so, it's a crazy cycle that we exist in because, like, it's like you were thinking, maybe I'll just do this spot once and then I'll never do it again. But then you go viral, and the, every promoter's like, Hey, yeah, we need you to do that spot again. And that's right. <laughs> you almost die one more time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I love pro wrestling. What a, what a great, uh, crazy, wild space to exist in with wrestlers and referees and camera people and. And everything that goes into a pro wrestling show, and then um, it's there's so much drama and everything kind of attached to it. Like it could be, it seems like it should be really simple, but it's so complicated. It's one of the most complicated things ever. Sometimes it feels like a high school uh, theater class. Seriously, you know, yes, it does. <laughs> like, you know, I'm a I'm a theater. It's like, okay, well, I remembered my lines. It was like, oh, yeah, I work off the cuff. I'm more of an improv guy, you know. Like, why oh, does it have to be this way so <laughs> funny i see the scout in the crowd right there i'm gonna really turn it up <laughs> my god <laughs> the scout well yeah levi this we really guy's... appreciate you uh kind of coming on we're gonna have to get you back on when you're back in the ring ready yeah. to buzz sawyer uh power slam yes, some people sir. yes sir out of existence but yeah i, l- I love hearing about your immediate goals when you're coming back love to hear about what you're trying to accomplish and become a a, a well-rounded world-traveled pro wrestler so good luck to you in your in your recovery man and hopefully you're not driving driving yourself too crazy not being able to work (laughs) because i know it gets that that depressing 
I'm injured. I can't do anything is it, it, it really weighs heavy on the brain. That's why I'm, it's really happy, exciting to hear that you're going to therapy, too, because that shit could be pretty heavy. I've talked to many wrestlers that had injuries and like they were down in the oh, yeah. dumps, down, down, yeah. you know? Yeah. I thanks, bro. I appreciate that a bunch, you know, and I just try to take, you know, never a mistake, always a lesson. Right. So last time yep. I had a lot in the head and I'm telling myself not to do it here and just stay focused, stay positive, big sayings, right? Everything happens yeah. for a reason. Everybody's yep. got their own path, bro. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Everybody has their own time. Shit happens. Just let it flow. Right. And so thank you. I appreciate those kind of words, man. Of course, man. You're uh, I'm really excited to see you back. And we'd be remiss if we don't mention that coming up next month, West Coast Pro big event, cruel summer yes, back sir. at the Irish Ukrainian Center. Is that what it's called? I don't yep. get it confused. Yes. No, Irish it's, Ukrainian. It's, no, no, no. it's the, the Irish Cultural Center. Irish Cultural Center. Ukrainian Cultural Center. I mixed the up Irish the, yeah, GCW. GCW does the Ukrainian yeah. one in LA, yeah. I always get it mixed up. But uh, get your tickets now. Of course, subscribe to IWTV. Huge event. My homeboy, Alpha Zoe, that we talked to a little, talked about a little bit, is yep. taking on Jeff Cobb. I'm so excited about this. Vinny Massaro is going to challenge for the West Coast Pro Championship against Titus Alexander. Very pivotal uh, match. That's, it's a very pivotal match in, in the story huge. of West Coast Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really want to put that emphasis on it. You know, what I mean? We've been building to this match pretty much since the inception of West Coast Pro. Vinny has played such a huge role in mm-hmm. the development. We've seen Titus come from being a fan pretty much into being the West Coast Pro. I champion, remember that so. full six years old, bro, in the wrestling ring. <laughs> crazy (laughs) now he's the west coast pro champ and he's a little shit and we can't wait to see the match with him and vinny huge match so much great implications i don't know what's gonna happen vinny could win uh he's you know he's done a lot for west coast pro but titus is on such a crazy run and he's been hell bent on trying to destroy vinny this entire time so this uh it's gonna be a great show a lot of great actions gonna be happening and that's Mm -hmm. just the beginning for west coast pro got the west coast cup coming up Mm -hmm. the anniversary show kenta kabashi is gonna be in the building so many great things to look forward to it's crazy and and keep your eye because you never like not to sound cliche right i never know what's gonna happen honestly so (laughs) you never know what Scott is about to pull out anytime between now man. or October. Because he's a, he's a there is man. no budget. <laughs> there exactly. Is no budget. Every uh, time he announced something, I know it's a surprise because everyone is surprised. And it's not like, oh, great. It's like, what? I didn't know I was going to be wrestling this person. Oh, I didn't know this person was going to be there. It's always such a great surprise, man. It's so fun. I was watching his Twitch stream the other night and oh, his I'm mic. Sorry. His microphone, no, his 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 microphone was all fucked up, and he was shopping for a new mixer and a new mic, and he's just like, he was shopping on stream, and I'm watching him shop, and like, if he books shows the way he shops, it makes so much sense. Damn. Damn. <laughs> he just like yeah, uh, let, yeah yeah no we'll get it it's, it's yeah, let we'll me add kenta kabashi to cart i'll add an aja kong to cart let me get a one of these <laughs> oh my god oh yeah. my and, god. and it's only just kenta kabashi because imagine if we got you know if we got a you know a whole click together like right you know, where, where else can we go from there you know what yeah, I mean? exactly. Like, where, where else yeah. can we go from there? So he's he, he, wants to, he wants to give the bag, right? But at the same time, he's very smart and he wants to just just tease it out, you know, tease it out to everybody. Right. Absolutely. Where can everyone follow you, Levi? 
Yeah, uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram mainly, at Levi Shapiro on both. Uh, I got a Twitch, too, at Levi Shapiro. I was very smart. Hey. I got the Levi Shapiro across the board. You know what I mean? That branding 101, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I hope, hopefully I'm hoping to get that up in the next couple weeks again and uh, playing some video games, making some pizzas, uh, watching some wrestling and stuff like that. Uh, once my thumb's better, I'll be playing some 2K on there, too, making some fun uh, characters and stuff. So, yeah, hit me up on Twitter. I'm trying to get my engagement up. I'm trying to talk some shit. You know, and uh, yeah, find me in the Bay Area and find me at West Coast shows. Fantastic. Thank you, Mike. Thank you very much, Mike. I appreciate you hitting me up. Absolutely, man. It was a pleasure to have you on here. Reg. Yeah, yeah. People know where they can find you, but where can they find uh, you? Quite possibly. Uh, you can find me every Saturday morning. Grab City Podcast. Philip Lindsay and I talk all your major news in wrestling, not just CM Punk things, but it's very CM Punk. <laughs> I don't know why. That's just how things are happening. Uh, Tonight, you can catch me after Ring of Honor. Uh, no, after AEW Dynamite with Denise on her channel. Tomorrow, you can catch me after the Ring of Honor show with Kate. And yeah, I'm always here. And uh, Twitter, Twitter, I'm trying to cut back because <laughs> it's crazy for my anxiety. So uh, uh, catch you, me a lot less out there. Honestly. You're putting the heaters out there, bro. All those engagement tweets. It's too much. I don't want it. I don't even want this. They think I'm doing it on purpose. I'm like, I don't want this. I just wanted to get off a tweet. And no one see it, but this is what where we are. Yeah. They ain't suppressing you like they're suppressing right back. <laughs> just, just let the man make his jokes. Need <laughs> oh me more. Right back is out there right now. Oh man! Uh, All right, just yo, just yeah, let, yeah, just let Reg make his. I'm chill. down. I'm down to talk wrestling whenever you guys want, man. I, I really appreciated it. You know, it's it's fun to kind of come in and shoot the shit and just uh, I don't know. I've got a huge mountain of crap up here, and I'm really trying to kind totally. of just unload it over time. So yeah, um, no, nah, dude, we got to do this these watch alongs for sure. Definitely watch some old yeah. school wrestling because your vast knowledge needs to be expressed more. And I'd love to join you talking some. Uh, 70s, you might get stabbed go on your way back to the locker room. Pro wrestling, yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> got good and, stories. Uh, yes, and of course, you can find me here every Wednesday. Indie podcast here with Righteous Reg talking about talking about the wonderful world of independent wrestling. We've got uh, we got a lot of a lot of guests actually coming up. Like for the next several weeks, uh, next yep. week we're next week we're going to be joined by. Ringleader Midas and Jay Lion, oh, yeah. both members Ooh. of both members of main event will be uh, here. So, so I've got to cool. I got to figure out I got to figure out four person camera boxes. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got Erica from IWS coming to talk about oh. some uh, international wrestling syndicate. They yes. uh, they just got their Fight Plus deal. So oh sweet oh shit you're gonna be able to catch IWS from Montreal on Fight Plus now. Uh, mm -hmm. Also, also coming up in July, Val Capone's going to be on here. One of the recognize one of the most recognizable voices on the scene. Uh, we also have the Struggles joining us in July, and we also sweet. have speaking of videographers, DJ Tony D will be here in July. Oh, cool. sweet! Yeah, I'm yeah. excited about that. Oh yeah, That's surprise, Reg! We have DJ Tony D. That's awesome! Yeah, I'm excited about that. I didn't even tell Reg that. <laughs> no, he's cool, man. I'm I'm really excited about that. I have a lot yeah. of. Uh, I have a lot of video questions, so that's going to be dope. Yeah. So, uh, 
Yeah, so tune in here every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. if you're on the West Coast. I don't know what time it is anywhere else in the world because I'm too high. Yes. Have a great week. Thanks for spending some time with us. Thank you so much again to Levi for joining us. Peace and love, and we'll see you in a week.